We would like to welcome you to the final edition from 2016 of The Jazz Show. And this is uh, always a very special show because it is our Christmas show. So we'll be celebrating that holiday musically. And I I don't mean that we're going to play Christmas carols and all that kind of stuff or uh, music that you would hear in the mall or anything like that. We're going to play some jazz Christmas. And, of course, we're going to expect or anticipate or wait for the annual visit from Lord Buckley and his inimitable The Story of Scrooge. So that's coming up on the show. But of course, as is our tradition, we go back to one of the classic recording sessions. And a recording session that, although it wasn't meant to be this way, really shaped the sound of modern jazz in, uh, from the time these recordings were released in early 1955 on Prestige Records. And I'm talking about the very famous Miles Davis All-Star session that took place on Christmas Eve, 1954. And it was a little bit interesting how this whole recording session was set up. Miles, of course, was uh, brought into the office of Prestige Records. He was um, under contract with that label before, of course, he moved to greater fame and fortune uh, when he signed with Columbia. But he was with uh, Prestige Records, and the owner was a very feisty fellow by the name of Bob Weinstock. And Bob said, called Miles into his office, and he said, I have a record date set up for you. And Miles said, of course, when? When? And he said, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve? What's he talking about? Christmas Eve? Okay, so anyway, uh, Weinstock said, yes, Christmas, Christmas Eve, and it's going to be with um, members of the Modern Jazz Quartet. And, of course, Miles broke into a big smile because he loved all of those guys, uh, Milt Jackson, uh, Percy Heath, and the first drummer with the Modern Jazz Quartet was uh, Miles' favorite, Kenny Clark, who was one of the pioneers of modern jazz. And, of course, Miles expected John Lewis to be playing piano. If it wasn't John Lewis, then maybe his favorite piano player of the time, who was Horace Silver. Anyway, uh, Miles was all happy with this, Christmas Eve or or not Christmas Eve. Great, a record session. Wonderful. Weinstock threw a curve at Miles and said, the piano player is going to be Thelonious Monk. And, of course, the smile disappeared from Miles' face. Thelonious Monk? Thelonious Monk? Anyway, what happened was that Weinstock and Miles sat in icy silence for about a half an hour. (laughs) And um, Weinstock said, it's either Monk or no record, okay? 
like it or lump it. Now, Miles had played with Monk. He knew Monk. He respected Monk. But, of course, he really liked his favorite piano players. As I mentioned, either John Lewis, who was one of his best friends, or Horace Silver, who was his favorite piano player. And, and to have Thelonious Monk posed a problem for Miles because Monk was a leader in his own right, and, of course, he was just as headstrong as Miles Davis. So Miles, of course, immediately saw the conflict here. And, of course, there were some musical differences between the two of them as well. Anyway, Miles finally relented, and he said, okay, because Weinstock said, look, I'm trying to put Monk's records are not selling. Uh, Monk was under contract for Prestige Records, and he said, the records aren't selling. Now, I want to put Monk with my best-selling artists, who are you and Milt Jackson from the Modern Jazz Quartet, and I want to put Monk there because it'll give him a higher profile. And of course, Miles was just shaking his head over this. But finally, as I mentioned, Miles relented and said, okay, I can deal with Monk. So that's how Thelonious Monk got on the recording date. And of course, there were some minor problems on the date. There were rumors of a, of, uh, uh, there were even rumors of a fist fight between Miles and Monk. And of course, there was no way that was going to happen. Monk was a gentle giant and Miles was a rather small man. And um, if Monk ever got mad at Miles, he, he would have finished him off uh, very quickly. <laughs> there would have been no contest. But, uh, no, there was a few um, conceptual uh, uh, disagreements, but uh, everybody got settled, and um, the date turned out to be one of the great classics of modern jazz. And, and even though um, there's nothing in the music uh, overtly about Christmas, there was a Christmas feel to this date. Something in the music feels like Christmas, and uh, I know that's, that may be a personal thing on my part, but when you listen to this music, um, it just has this kind of incandescent beauty, and uh, of course, it was recorded, uh, they finished about, they finished the whole session, they took a break around dinner time, it started about four in the afternoon, and took a break around dinner time, and finished the music by about nine, nine thirty. And, of course, they all uh, left for their homes, um, their wives, their girlfriends, etc., uh, to bring in Christmas. But there was a definite Christmas feeling of this date, and this is one of the reasons why it's become a tradition on the jazz feature. We'll get to the music right now with Miles Davis on trumpet, Thelonious Monk on piano, who really adds Spice to this recording session, as you'll hear. Mel Jackson on vibes, Percy Heath on bass, and the great drummer Kenny Clark. We're going to open with take one of Mel Jackson's great blues, Bag's Groove. This was the sort of um, name that the session became known as, as the Bag's Groove session. Anyway, that's the first tune we're going to hear, Bag's Groove. Then we're going to move to a Thelonious Monk composition. Now, Miles had requested Monk 
not accompany him while he soloed um, on several pieces. But Miles wanted to do Monk's tune, which is called Bemsha Swing. And Monk said, well, if you're going to do my tune, I'm going to play behind you. And, of course, Miles had to say, okay. <laughs> so you'll hear Monk accompany Miles on tune number two, which is Bemsha Swing. Following that is a tune called Swing Spring, which, is, uh, which was written by Miles Davis, and it's a, it's a delightful tune. And the final tune is the only standard on the date. It's the great uh, Gershwin classic, The Man I Love. And we're going to hear take one of that tune. We're going to follow that by the two released alternate takes that are very nice. Um, there's a take two of Bag's Groove and also a take two of The Man I Love. And that will follow the um, master takes uh, of the recording session. So without further ado, the Miles Davis All-Stars. Once again, Miles Davis on trumpet, Thelonious Monk on piano, Milt Jackson on vibes, Percy Heath on bass, Kenny Clark on drums, and we begin with Bag's Groove. Thank you. 
And so ends this wonderful recording session as part of our jazz show Christmas feature. Of course, this was done in the studio on December 24th, Christmas Eve, 1954. And these five great gentlemen of jazz, Actually, with these recordings, when they were released um, in 1955 on Prestige Records, they really helped shape um, the sound and revolutionized the sound of modern jazz. They were iconic recordings, although this wasn't the intent, of course. It was simply these, these uh, musicians were just playing, <laughs> and of course, with rather profound results. And, of course, um, even though it was not stated in the music or anything like that, there was a feel, a real feel of Christmas throughout these recordings. And um, especially the, the sound of Miles' trumpet and, of course, Mill Jackson's uh, wonderfully melodic vibes. And, of course, uh, the spice was Thelonious Monk's piano on here. And, of course, all backed up magnificently by Percy Heath on bass and Kenny Clark on drums, the Miles Davis All-Stars. And we heard the complete session with the um, alternate uh, takes of two tunes. We'll let you know what uh, they are. Everything was done pretty well in one take. And uh, we opened, of course, with the classic Milt Jackson Blues, Bag's Groove, and that was take one. And we followed that with the Thelonious Monk composition called Bemsha Swing. And then we moved to a Miles Davis composition, I guess the, the fastest tempo of, the, of this date, and it was a tune called Swing Spring. And then the one standard of uh, the set and uh, the quintet's interpretation of the Gershwin's great ballad, The Man I Love, and take one. And we heard a little bit of studio conversation before that because it was a false start. And uh, then 
they went into the tune. Then we heard take two of Bag's Groove, which was uh, quite a bit different from, uh, from take one. And again, we heard uh, take two of The Man I Love. And of course, uh, there were some uh, differences in interpretation um, in that tune as well. So we heard the complete uh, results of, the, of this recording session. And of course, uh, this has gone on to be one of the most iconic recordings in, in jazz music. And it's a recording that uh, just about everybody loves. And uh, you can't not love this recording. It's just uh, beautiful, melodic, incandescent music. Miles Davis on trumpet, Mill Jackson on vibes, Thelonious Monk on piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Kenny Clark on drums. Our Christmas tradition on the jazz show, this particular feature, December 24th, 1954. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. And my name is Gavin Walker, and we'll be right back after a couple of uh, important messages, including this one. AMS Food Bank. Your access to money during the studies at UBC will most likely be limited, but it is a priority of the AMS Food Bank to ensure your access to food is not. The AMS Food Bank provides emergency food relief seven days a week for all UBC students. To volunteer with the Food Bank or for inquiries about how to take advantage of the services provided, contact them at foodbank at ams.ubc.ca. For more information, find the AMS Food Bank on Facebook or feel free to visit anytime across from the Wellness Center and Sprouts. I need somebody, Help. not just anybody, Help. you know I need someone. Help. Do you ever feel uncomfortable or unsafe walking around campus at night? There's an AMS service dedicated to helping anyone trying to get across campus alone at night. We're SafeWalk and we have your back. Call us at 604-822-5355 to request a transfer or check out our website at AMS. .ubc.ca forward slash safewalk for more information on hours and policies. city today <laughs> I'm sure oh um, with this uh, surprise snowstorm last night it was supposed to rain last night but uh, I look out my window about three o'clock in the morning and it was coming down the snow was just coming down I knew um, that this morning was going to be just one sweet mess and of course it was anybody that was had to travel in the morning or use uh, public transit, um, it was it was hell. And also, if you were driving your car, especially uh, on hills and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, tonight this is um, is cloudy, 
and periods of rain were just about beginning to start when uh, I came into the studio here, and it's going to uh, continue all evening, and uh, some wind as well, with a low of plus one. Then tomorrow, uh, periods of rain are going to end around noon, and then it's going to be simply mainly cloudy and windy, with a low of plus one and high up to eight. So the melting continues. Wednesday, periods of rain with a low of plus three and a high of seven. Thursday is once again cloudy with um, 70% chance of a shower with a low of five and a high of seven. Friday, uh, a similar pattern, uh, cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower, low of one, high of six. And Saturday, uh, periods of rain, um, maybe mixed in with some snow with lows of plus one and highs of plus five. And Sunday, periods of rain with the same uh, temperature, low of plus one, high of plus five. Maybe some snow mixed in with that rain, but uh, it's likely to, uh, to just be um, the usual Christmas rain in Vancouver. And uh, by that time, all the snow will be, have disappeared. And uh, we'll be getting our traditional green Christmas. Uh-huh. Well, we are the greenest city in the world, right, in Vancouver? Yeah, okay. Um, it's a different kind of green. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back. You're listening to CITR 101.9 broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. All right. We're going to uh, take you into the land of Christmas right now. I'm going to take you back to December 25th, Christmas Day, Christmas Day, early Christmas Day. Santa is still uh, making the rounds and uh, coming down the chimneys and all this kind of stuff. So this was done very early in the morning, Christmas Day, at the Royal Roost in New York City. And we're going to hear the plummy tones of the great modern jazz disc jockey, Symphony Sid, as he introduces the quintet of Charlie Parker. Charlie Parker on alto saxophone, Kenny Dorham on trumpet, Al Haig on piano, Tommy Potter on bass, and Max Roach on drums. And here is um, an off-the-cuff version of White Christmas. You know, somebody called a little while ago when they called uh, at the studio and they said, uh, I wonder if you can get Bird to do something on Christmas. Well, it's fitting. This is Christmas uh, morning. And the Bird's got a little arrangement, a little surprise for you on White Christmas. Thank you. 
We heard a bunch of uh, Christmas songs as done by a whole group of uh, wonderful musicians. And, of course, we heard the, uh, all the great saxophone players, first of all. We heard Charlie Parker uh, recorded live at the Royal Roost on Christmas morning, 1948, with um, Bird on alto saxophone, Kenny Dorham on trumpet, and Al Haig on piano, Tommy Potter on bass, and Max Roach on drums, and of course they did the great Irving Berlin classic, White Christmas. And then we heard John Coltrane and the classic quartet with uh, Mr. Coltrane on soprano saxophone, McCoy Tyner at the piano, Jimmy Garrison on bass, and Alvin Jones on drums with a version of the traditional English tune, Green Sleeves. Then we heard the great tenor saxophonist Gene Ammons, along with uh, Winton Kelly at the piano. Uh, we also heard um, George Duvivier on bass and Rudy Collins on drums. And, of course, that uh, beautiful uh, tune written by Mel Torme called simply The Christmas Song. Then we heard a resident musician one of our finest. I'm talking about my good friend Chris Davis. And that was from his album, This Christmas. And we heard Chris with uh, four of the finest resident musicians, including Adam Thomas on bass, Victor Noriega on piano. And, uh, well, he's, I guess one could call Julian McDonough an honorary Canadian, even though he lives in Bellingham and um, Julian McDonough on drums. And, of course, we heard Chris's arrangement of the great Leroy Anderson tune called Sleigh Ride. And now, I don't know what to say about this. I'll just, you'll just have to listen. Because this is something quite magical coming up right now. That's me, I'm Scrooge, and I got all mileage, Bolly, and I'm the baddest cat in all this world. I've been studying all my life how to Scrooge people, and I guarantee you I've done some fine work in that direction. Cratchit! Yes, sir? You busy? I surely is, sir. See that you keep busy, there ain't no dangling wanging around here. Keep everybody tight, and tell them two cats come in here, want to get some money, I ain't giving no money away. They're messing with Scrooge, I'm taking it in, I ain't putting it out. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Well, keep it clear. People come around here wanting my gold. It's all trying to pry into my vault. Every time I turn around, somebody's trying to snap. Tell my nephew I don't want to have no dinner with him. And if he never comes in here again, that'll be too soon. I'll tell the cat, see that you do. I understand these people who after my gold. I close up this here place. And uh, what's, what? Yeah, let me tell you something else. You think that you're going to get off Christmas Day? Well, I was hoping, sir, that you'd let me knock off just a little while for Christmas Eve because I want to go home and cool the goose. Well, if you're going to get off Christmas Eve, you're going to have to work all day Christmas. You hear me? I hear you, sir. I'm with it. Well, I guess they're going on home here. So Scrooge takes off and he cuts on down the street and the snow is blowing and the wind is whooing. And Scrooge is going along in his loose soul and his loose clothes and his hard cash box and his big money mine going on in his wig. And he ding, ding, ding up the stairs and he opens his door and he gets inside and he puts a double lock on the door because he's a little bug tonight. He's been saying humbug so long and humbug this and humbug that. He done give himself a natural humbug. He's got the bug humming in him, see? So he double locked the door. And he sit there, and all of a sudden, there's an old bell laying over there, calling the bell, going, ding, 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 ding. Scrooge said, what's that? 
dang, dong. So what's that? Bells started ringing. Bang, dong, boom, boom. Pretty soon all the bells all over the house started ringing. Ding, ding, bang, bang, dong. Dang, dong, boom, boom, dang, dong. Boom, boom. And you hear somebody like some chain cats are pulling all the chains from the chains of time up the hill of strife, ringing and dang. They said, what is all that ringing and dang with them chains? And all of a sudden, bloop. In come a cat, the wildest looking cat you ever seen in his life. Real gone cat and Scrooge does a real wild take. He says, I know who that stud is. That's Molly. He says, I know that's Molly. What's he doing here? He says, hey, Molly. He says, yes, that's me. He says, man, you sure chained up there, man. You got chains all over you there. He says, well, I put them on myself. That's the way I lived it. I chained myself. I hung myself up with all these chains, you know, being parsimonious, understand me. I can't get them off. Now, I've been lugging these chains all over the country for the past seven years. That's a long time. What you want with me there, Molly, Molly? Because I got your barley. That's why I don't mess with no barley no more. I wish I'd give it all away when I had it. And I'm going to tell you something else, too. I'm a spook, you know. You telling me I know you're a spook, Molly, and I'm going to get straight with it. I'm going to tell you something else, too, Mr. Scroogey, Scroogey. There's going to be three more gaslighting spooks come in to see you. He said, three more gaslighting spooks? Man, I said, one spook's enough. I said, can't I have them all at one time? He said, no, they're coming one at a time. First one will be 11, the next one will be 12, the next one will be one. Man, it's how I don't dig. It ain't what you dig, Scrooge. It's what you're putting down. You've been a very solid cat all this time. You're going to be gaslighted by these spooks. Well, they say, if it got to be gas, it ain't going to cost me no money, is it? Cost you more than that, Scrooge. Say, it ain't no more than money. He said, you find out. Molly split. And old Scrooge is sitting there sweating and ding, ding, ding. And all of a sudden, man, he hears some crazy, wild kind of a thing going on. He don't know just what it is. And all of a sudden, yeah, Boom, here comes a great, big, fat spook. Looked like take 170 wings and lift him off over the housetop. And he's got a gold beat-up cat and then strangly legs and strangly arms and, and pedicured eyes and all out of his skull, spooking up a storm. And he looks at old Scrooge and he says, Scrooge is standing there in the corner. He feels like a disrupted, small, disregarded, and unclaimed white mice midget style. He's sitting over there. And old spook say, come with me, because I is the ghost of the Christmas past. And Scrooge said, do I have to? say, you certainly do. And he got on the ghost's wing. They took off. And he's flying old Scrooge over the top of the mountain. The wind is blowing. And the wind is popping his wake. And he's looking down and seeing all these crazy scenes going on. Zoom. He goes for a few more miles and whoosh, takes him down to a sunlit pasture. And the sunlit pasture is full of children. And they're singing and dancing and loving and going and swinging. And, and Scrooge said, hey, Scrooge said, look, 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 that, that's me down there. He said, yeah, that's you. That's you. He said, I look pretty good. Now. Yeah, but you don't look good now. He said, I'm going to hit you. You got to get yourself straight. Something terrible going to happen. You zoom. He takes him over to another place and he shows him a pretty little chick. Got dimples, three dimples on each chin and she got three little dimple children and the next little dimple on the way and there's a real swinging cat around there and it's a happy time place. Looks like 17 carnivals taken off and Scrooge look at this chick and say, I remember that chick. I could have married her one time. Spook said, yeah, you could if you wasn't so tight in your purse. Y'all thinking about yourself, that's what happened. He said, let me hit you further, Mr. Scrooge. Let me tell you one thing. You could have got everything straight if you wanted, and you better straighten up. Scrooge said, take me home. The ghost to say, I will. <laughs> Boom, and he's home again. He said, oh, man, that was a shaker. He said, I don't know, he's jumping off here, but he said, this whole thing, this whole thing is shaking me up pretty bad. He said, I'm going to tell you right now. I said, I don't know. Bam, here comes another big spook. Ooh, he's a wild-looking spook. He's a crazy-looking spook. He's a fire-out spook. He's a gaslight spook. He's got a gaslight right on the top of his wig, going around 
like one of them automatic pilot lights in a lighthouse. And he's done gassing up the whole scene. He said, come with me. I'm the ghost of Christmas present. And Scrooge looked around and see the joint is loaded with apples and bananas and, and oranges and, and credilies and aquavats and ripper lips and all kinds of crazy wild grapes and crazy Christmas scenes and nuts and, and candy. And he said, come with me. He done took off again. He said, I'm the ghost of the Christmas present. He said, I'm going to show you what's going on in this world and how the people dig Christmas and how to all enjoy. And he took them over to a little old outcast island and they're sitting on a small beat up rock with two studs chomping up on a can of beans singing, Merry Christmas with you. Merry Christmas with you. Merry Christmas to the whole world and so on and so forth. And he showed them the people jumping for joy here and he showed the cats that ain't got nothing, got something anyway. And they all jumping for joy singing, Merry Christmas. And the bells is ringing. He said, now you get yourself straight and see how things is jumping. Come with me. So they fly over the cratches place. And there's little old Tiny Tim. He's singing over the court of crochet and a little crazy scene on his crutch, fiddling around, you know what I mean? And carrying on, see, and they're all talking about, look at this here goose. And they look down at a little goose about about the size of a beat-up retarded sparrow. And everybody's ooing and on all over this goose. And they're saying, when are we going to spread it? And so on. And Tiny Tim say, God bless everyone, even up and including old Scroogey Scrooge. God bless everyone. That's what Tiny Tim say. And old Scrooge got wet eyes. Uh -huh. Took him back again. Wow! whole side of the building up, boom, and come a long angular spook, look like 17 gas lighters, stove pipes hung together with jingle jangle bells all over. Spook takes a look at this cat and says, do I have to go with you? He says, you suddenly do, because I'm the ghost of Christmas future. He says, come with me. He says, where are we going? He says, none of your business. And he takes old Scrooge and they cut off all the flying, and they're flying around the moonlight, shining down on something. Boom, they're in a the graveyard. Ooh, a wild, ooh, crazy spooky graveyard. And old Scrooge is walking around and finally something steps out at him like he was stuck in the force of his eyes with some sort of an electronic pitchfork and he reads on a, one of them billboards in that graveyard and say, this is Scrooge, the baddest cat that ever lived. He ain't had nothing, he won't have nothing, and he ain't got nothing now. Period. And Scrooge looks at that, and Scrooge, what are you doing? And the man, he said, well, come with me. They go over to another place and they say, you going to the funeral? Say, not me, man. I wouldn't go near that cat, dead or alive. <laughs> they couldn't pay me. Get near that cat. Say, what cat is that? And suddenly comes comes Scrooge to take him to the coffin factory and they see all these coffins laying around and he wasn't coughing. All of us got flowers around this poor little coffin. He got nothing on it but just some pine wood bowl. And old Scrooge look up the coffin and look at this and that, but he's afraid to look all the way for he knows who is in that coffin. So zoom, he swings on back again and the ghost puts him down and old Scrooge is shaking and shivering and he finally falls into a real wild, crazy, miser's coma. And he falls out for how long he don't know when he wakes up in the morning. Oh, the sun was shining on a glorious snow and old Scrooge is feeling so groovy and so wild and he tick 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 tiptoes over the window he up with the window see a little cat I said hey boy I said yes sir he said you know that great big giant king size bird down in Doodley's window he said you mean the prize bird no I said I mean that big great big king size bird he said go get that bird here's a 20 he knocks a 20 on him he said go get that bird and here's 10 more for a cat and here's 5 dollars for your sister and here's 2250 for your uncle's new bicycle and he said tell anybody wants anything see Scrooge he said I'm flying this here Christmas. He said, I want to see Cratchit swing out with a great big swing and a happy dinner. He said, I'm with it all the way. And old Scrooge gets dressed and he's walking down the street and ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. The bells is ringing. Scrooge got a big smile on his face and people that he's seen for 20 years never said hello. Said, Good morning, Mr. Scrooge. He said, What you say, baby? And he can on and can on. He's happy as the day is long. And he finally fell into old Bob Cratchit's place and he's got Christmas toys and Christmas jars and Christmas presents for everybody. 
and they just open the goose and little Tiny Tim see him coming and say, God bless Mr. Scrooge. He done did the turnabout. He's the Lord's boy today. And that's the story of Scrooge. You can get with it if you want to. There's only one way straight to the road of love.
We just heard a batch of uh, Christmas music from a whole bunch of people. Of course, we started with the classic Lord Buckley and his inimitable story of Scrooge. And of course, um, a pretty amazing performance. Lord Buckley was uh, one of those unique individuals, and he did all those voices and everything, and did everything all at once, and uh, delivered this um, wonderful traditional story of Scrooge. And uh, say no more. What can you say about a performance like that? Then we heard the Modern Jazz Quartet, uh, recorded with the Stuttgart Symphony Orchestra, playing a composition, a traditional composition called England's Carol, but we know it as God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, and uh, one of the great uh, Christmas carols. And we ended the set with some solo piano by the great late Bill Evans, and Bill did, of course, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You are listening to the Christmas edition of The Jazz Show, and I would um, like to pause for a moment and just wish uh, everyone out there uh, a very Merry Christmas. And, of course, if you're celebrating Hanukkah, and, of course, a very happy Hanukkah. And interestingly enough, usually Hanukkah, um, uh, because it's done by the phases of the moon and that sort of thing, uh, the Hanukkah holiday... Um, uh, appears at different times um, year after year. And um, this time, Hanukkah starts um, on Christmas Eve. And, of course, it coordinates exactly with uh, Christmas. So our uh, uh, Jewish friends are, are going to celebrate uh, uh, Hanukkah and, and Christmas at the same time. So um, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and um, uh, have a great Kwanzaa or Festivus, uh, or any of those celebrations. It is the holiday season, so I wish everyone a very happy and eventful holiday season. And, of course, uh, a very, very happy New Year, because uh, there'll be a couple of podcasts um, in for next week and the week following, and I'll be back uh, live, we hope, um, on January 9th. So uh, stay tuned for that. And, uh, of course, uh, you can tune in uh, next week, and there will be a podcast uh, of a past uh, jazz show uh, next week on Boxing Day and on January 2nd as well. And I'll be back live, uh, as I said, on January 9th with our first um, jazz feature of the year, which is actually going to be Herbie Hancock's one of the most perfect modern jazz albums ever recorded. If you can uh, use that uh, very uh, lofty term, um, I would think the recording that Herbie did for Blue Note Records called Maiden Voyage is one of the most perfect jazz recordings uh, ever made. And uh, it is uh, going to be our first jazz feature in the new year, 2017, which promises to be a very adventurous year. As we all know, there's all kinds of stuff going on out there in the world. And um, I think maybe a lot of things are going to get shaken up. (laughs) 
Yes, they definitely are. Anyway, we can all look forward um, to, as uh, uh, the old Chinese proverb says, interesting times. And that can be either bad or good or simply interesting. (laughs) So there you go. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9. My name's Gavin Walker, and uh, we'd like to uh, just mention a couple of important websites, as we often do. Um, The website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, um, very, very good website. That's coastaljazz.ca. That will give you access to Frankie's Jazz Club, which is, of course, uh, one of the leading live music venues in Vancouver. And it's programmed by the redoubtable Corey Weeds. And there's some fine, fine music at Frankie's. And you can get onto the Coastal Jazz website um, and check out who you would like to hear, make reservations, do all that kind of stuff uh, at, uh, at Frankie's. And um, Frankie's, of course, is uh, right across the street on Beattie Street from uh, BC Place. And very comfortable, and great sound in there, and great sight lines as well. And, of course, the service is uh, beyond great. It's uh, excellent. So, there you go. And, of course, Coastal Jazz and Blues are the people that bring you the big jazz festival every year. And their website is uh, extremely important, and it's got all kinds of links and information on there as well. Coastaljazz.ca, and the other fine website is put together by my old friend Brian Nation, and that is VancouverJazz.com. VancouverJazz.com and CoastalJazz.ca, both excellent websites. Give you an idea of our um, incredible jazz community that we have here in Vancouver. It doesn't get much publicity in newspapers and all that kind of stuff. However, it exists and it's strong, and we have some of the finest musicians in the country that live right here in Vancouver, resident musicians great players. All right. Here is some fine Christmas music by Duke Ellington. And he wrote his variations on Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite, of course, which is a favorite every year. The ballet is always uh, produced and and the music everybody knows um, almost by heart. And Duke Ellington reconfigured Tchaikovsky's music in a wonderful uh, suite called the Nutcracker Suite. And it's really his, his uh, personalized version of that tune, uh, of that suite. And, of course, the great orchestra. Um, it was all done in, in 1960. And, of course, the Ellington Band was uh, uh, at one of its many, many peaks that it had over the, over the years. And with saxophone players like Johnny Hodges, Jimmy Hamilton, Paul Gonzalez, Russell Prokop, Harry Carney, trumpets, um, Ray Nance, Willie Cook, Eddie Mullins, uh, Andreas Meringuito, and trombones, um, Lawrence Brown, Booty Wood, Britt Woodman, Juan Teasall on the bass, Aaron Bell on drums, the great Sam Woodyard, and of course Duke Ellington at the piano. Some of these tunes were also arranged by um, Duke Ellington's alter ego. They, they kind of collaborated on this, Billy Strayhorn. So um, we're going to hear some music from Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite 
Duke Ellington style. We begin with the overture and we move on to uh, various pieces and I'll tell you what they are after we listen to them. So here then is the Great Ellington Orchestra. Nutcracker Suite. Beginning with the overture. Thank you. 
We heard six movements from Duke Ellington's version of the Nutcracker Suite, played by, of course, the Ellington Orchestra. And uh, we heard all kinds of uh, interesting takes and uh, differences, of course, between the traditional Tchaikovsky score and, uh, and Duke Ellington's reconfiguration of the Nutcracker Suite. We began with Overture and played the uh, one called Toot Toot Tooty Toot, which is the dance of the reed pipes. And uh, then we moved to the Peanut Brittle Brigade, which was the march. And then we moved to the uh, Chinese dance, uh, which he called uh, Chin Noisery. <laughs> and then we heard the, um, uh, uh, his version of the Waltz of the Flowers, which became the Danse of the Floriadors. And then the, uh, the final movement, the Arabian dance, um, he called it and uh, renamed it Arabesque Cookie. And, of course, we heard uh, so many of the great voices of the Ellington band, tenor saxophonist Paul Gonzalez, um, Johnny Hodges, the alto saxophonist, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, Duke Ellington on piano, of course, conducting the orchestra, and uh, all, the, all the colors uh, of, of the band. El- Ellington was so unique in that he didn't, he put brass and reeds, uh, he didn't separate them, um, he used them together and, uh, and, and created colors. And, of course, uh, that's why his music is so uh, incredibly unique to the one and only Duke Ellington. We heard Aaron Bell on bass and, of course, some uh, incredible drumming, as always, by the late, great Sam Woodyard. So some movements from Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite as reconfigured by the great Duke Ellington. Part of our Christmas feature. And uh, we have one more Christmas treat for you right now that we're going to play for you before we take a brief break for uh, station identification and a few messages. Check this out.
Well, we've celebrated Christmas on the jazz show this evening, and I hope that you enjoyed some of the music that we played for you. Uh, it's music that you're not going to hear in shopping malls, even though it has a, a Christmas spirit and a Christmas flavor, and uh, by some of our great jazz musicians, some of whom are with us and some of whom departed. And uh, this last two tunes we heard, of course, Roland Kirk, one of the great phenomena of jazz music, a man who played, uh, he was a one-man band. He played all those horns all at once. And, uh, of course, this is from his classic album, We Free Kings. Roland Kirk on uh, all of those instruments, tenor saxophone, manzello, uh, stretch, and flute. And Hank Jones on piano, Wendell Marshall on bass, Charlie Persip on drums. We Free Kings. And, of course, uh, it's Kirk's version of the old Christmas carol, We Three Kings. And uh, the final tune we heard was the great Chet Baker on trumpet with his quartet, Russ Freeman on piano, Joe Mondragon on bass, and Shelley Mann on drums. And we heard, of course, Winter Wonderland, something we've just been through. We may get some more, but uh, looks like rain and a green Christmas this year, which would make... Uh, the mayor of our city, very happy, right? Because he's into uh, being green. Hmm. All right. <laughs> we will continue. You are listening to The Jazz Show on uh, CITR. And, of course, that's the, the end of our real Christmas uh, music this evening. So we do once again wish you a very Merry Christmas and a very happy Hanukkah or any other kind of um, holiday that you are celebrating Please have a good one, have a safe one, and have fun, most of all, from all of us to all of you. We're going to pause for a couple of uh, important messages. Uh, we'd just like to tell you, you are listening to CITR, 101.9 on your FM dial, and also on your computer, www.citr.ca. This is the Christmas edition of The Jazz Show. And, of course, this year it will be our last for 2016. There will be a jazz show next week and the week after, but there will be rebroadcasts. And uh, I'll be back uh, live um, January 9th in the new year, which promises to be a very adventurous year, I am sure. Do you enjoy singing, drumming, and spending time in a good environment? Then SFU's Vansity Office of Community Engagement and SFU's Office of Aboriginal Peoples are inviting you to join the singing and drumming workshops. Led by Russell Wallace, a composer, producer, and traditional Lil Wat singer, Salish singing and drumming workshops are free and open to everyone. Join Russell on October 18th, November 22nd, and January 12th from 7pm to 9pm at the Gold Corp Centre for the Arts, located on 149 West Hastings Street. For more information, visit sfuwoodwards.ca or find Salish Singing and Drumming Workshops on Facebook. Invite your friends. You're listening to CITR 
broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. We're going to hear four of the most amazing recordings in jazz music. These were done in 1950 uh, for Prestige Records, and of course they're all three-minute tracks because they were all issued on uh, uh, the old 78 RPM uh, recordings. <laughs> I don't think there's too many people out there that may that remember those, but uh, I'm sure there are a few. Um, however, these are classic recordings. Um, it features uh, Sonny Stitt on tenor saxophone, uh, who had just sort of, uh, he was an alto saxophonist originally, but he began playing tenor saxophone um, because he enjoyed uh, the instrument, but also to, to, to get away from um, being overtly influenced by Charlie Parker or being compared to Charlie Parker. Sonny Stitt didn't really sound like Charlie Parker if you really listened to him, but a lot of people said that he did. And um, he took it upon himself to uh, play the larger tenor saxophone and developed uh, two personalities. And um, these are some of his earlier works on, uh, or earliest works on tenor saxophone. And he's coupled with, in incredible form, one of the true masters of jazz piano and one of the great pioneers of modern jazz, Bud Powell, along with Curly Russell on bass and Max Roach on drums. And we're going to hear the four tunes that they recorded on this particular recording session right at the tail end of 1949. Uh, we're going to open with a tune called All God's Chillin' Got Rhythm. So it was a standard tune, and uh, the next tune after that is an original by Sonny Stitt called Sunny Side. And then we're going to hear um, a ballad, um, thinly disguised uh, version of um, These Foolish Things. And it's uh, uh, Stitt retitles it Sunset. And the final tune is The Blues, written by Bud Powell, and it's called Bud's Blues. And uh, just check out the amazing Bud Powell on this. Sonny Stitt is amazing, but Bud Powell is even more amazing on these tracks. Thank you. 
Four tunes recorded for Prestige Records, right when uh, the record labels w- was just beginning in 1949 and recorded, of course, in New York. That was Sonny Stitt on tenor saxophone, one of, one of his uh, earliest recordings on the bigger horn. And, of course, the incredible Bud Powell on piano, Curly Russell on bass, and Max Roach on drums. And we heard four tunes uh, the first one was All God's Children Got Rhythm, which uh, was a, um, a heavily played standard back in those days and a challenging tune. The second tune was uh, an original by Sonny Stitt called Sunny Side. And then we heard, um, as I said, a thinly disguised version of the old standard, These Foolish Things, reconfigured by Sonny and called Sunset. And the final tune was a Bud Powell original called Bud's Blues. Sonny Stitt and Bud Powell. We're going to take you now to the legendary Five Spot, one of the great jazz clubs in New York City, the Five Spot Cafe in Greenwich Village, and the home of um, many uh, great musicians, uh, Thelonious Monk, Miles Davis, they all played there. We're going to hear Kenny Burrell one of the great guitarists, and I'm happy to say Kenny Burrell is still very much with us. He was born in 1931, and he's still performing. Lives in Los Angeles now, originally from Detroit. Um, This was recorded August 25, 1959, at the Five Spot. Kenny Burrell, along with one of my favorite tenor saxophonists, the late and lamented Tyna Brooks, and Tyna had a short career um, in jazz music, unfortunately, for a variety of reasons. But uh, what a great sound and a great player. So um, Burrell on guitar, Tyna Brooks on tenor saxophone, Bobby Timmons at the piano, Ben Tucker on bass, and the one and only Art Blakey on drums. And this is a Dizzy Gillespie original entitled Burke's Works. Thank you very much. I would like to do a tune which was written by Dizzy Gillespie entitled Burke's Works.
That was Nat Adderley, the happy horn of Nat Adderley, from an album called Branching Out. And we heard Nat with uh, a group called The Three Sounds. Nat Adderley, of course, on, on cornet, Cannonball's brother. And uh, The Three Sounds, Gene Harris on piano, Andrew Simpkins on bass, and Bill Dowdy on drums. And we heard two tunes from that album called Branching Out. Um, we heard the great Ellington opus, Don't Get Around Much Anymore. And that was followed by um, a tune from Porgy and Bess by the Gershwins. And that was called I Got Plenty of Nothing, which would be a great tune for uh, most of us today, right? Here is um, a beautiful tune written by Carl Perkins. Now, I'm not talking about the country and western singer. I'm talking about the African-American pianist, Carl Perkins. He's a wonderful, wonderful piano player. was taken from us way back in 1958. And um, Miles Davis was uh, very much interested in hiring him. Anyway, he wrote this piece of music um, for a performance by uh, the great tenor saxophonist, underrated tenor saxophonist, Harold Land, from Harold's very first album under his own name called Harold in the Land of Jazz. And it was recorded in uh, the late 50s for Contemporary um, and recorded in Los Angeles. So we hear Harold Land on tenor saxophone, uh, Rolf Erickson on trumpet, Carl Perkins on piano, and um, on bass, Jimmy Bond on on drums, Frank Butler. And uh, this tune is called Grooveyard. And, uh, sorry, Leroy Vinegar on bass, not Jimmy Bond, and Frank Butler on drums. And this is a classic tune. I think it was the favorite tune from this album. And uh, I think it'll be your favorite tune, too. Very catchy melody and a very beautiful performance. Grooveyard.
And that was it. <laughs> That's a tune called Up, Over, and Out, which I think is a perfect uh, tune for us to uh, say goodbye for a little while on. Uh, written by Hank Mobley and played by uh, Mr. Mobley on tenor saxophone with Woody Shaw on trumpet, George Benson on guitar, Lamont Johnson on piano, Bob Cranshaw on bass, and Billy Higgins on drums from Hank's 1968 Blue Note album called Reach Out, Up, Over, and Out. And before that, we heard a delightful composition uh, from the West Coast, this time under the direction of tenor saxophonist Harold Land from his very first album called Harold in the Land of Jazz, and we heard the classic track on that album. Harold Land on tenor saxophone with Rolf Erickson on trumpet, and the composer of the tune, Carl Perkins on piano, the late Carl Perkins, and Leroy Vinegar on bass, and Frank Butler on drums, and we heard the tune Grooveyard. So we heard Grooveyard first, and Up, Over, and Out with Hank Mobley. But we'd like to uh, once again wish you compliments of the season. Thank you very much for listening. My name's Gavin Walker. This has been the Christmas edition of The Jazz Show. Um, next week and the week after, there'll be uh, repeat broadcasts of The Jazz Show, and I'll be back in person on January 9th. So have very happy and safe holidays to everyone, and we'll see you in... 2017. Take care. Bye-bye for now. Do-ba-dee!